It's time now for our holistic slot with uh, holistic therapist Alison Byrne. Alison, good morning to you. Morning, Fran. Good to talk to you today. A lot of us might have heard of chakras, but we mightn't be entirely certain exactly what they are. What what are they, Alison? Chakras. Well, the word actually means spinning wheel of light. It's a Sanskrit word, and that's like an ancient Indian language. So that's where the idea started off. And what happens is we know we have electrical currents running through our bodies the whole time. You know, if you want to, say, lift up your hand, it's an electrical impulse from your brain to your arm to lift mm-hmm. up your hand. So we have these running all around our body. But where an awful lot of them interchange or cross over, they start to spin. And that creates a chakra. So we have thousands of chakras all around our body. But when we talk about the chakras, we're generally talking about the seven major chakras that, that are up the trunk of the body and the head. And how do they work or what do they control in us, uh, Alison? Well, each one of them has a different focus. Like you start off um, at the base chakra at the bottom of the spine and that's all about survival. And you end up at the very top of the head, the, the white chakra. And that's about your connection with God or the universe or all that is. And in between, we have the other five. And what happens is, when a baby is born, they have tiny little chakras, but they're all closed. And over life, they open up. So in the first four years, the first chakra opens up, and the next four, the next chakra. So they go up in in fours. So your chakras are fully opening and working and spinning when you're 28. Wow. And uh, is that about awareness, then, that that brings on these chakras? Is that that it? Well, it happens anyway, whether you're aware or not. Oh, does it? Okay. Yes, yes. Because what's happening is with the baby, all they're interested in is survival, Mm -hmm. food, comfort, warmth, being being comfortable, you know. Yeah. Um, And then if you think of a a little toddler, say age two, they start to explore and um, don't touch this and they're allowed to go there and they realise that their mother is a separate person and other people are, are different to them. And gradually they get the idea that the whole world isn't them, that they are a part of the world and they move forward. And all those um, ideas and understandings are developing between the ages of zero and four. So in an ideal world, all going well, that chakra opens up beautifully and functions fantastically for the rest of their lives. But we all have things that aren't perfect in our childhoods, mm. you know. Um, and in an ordinary, let's say, good enough childhood, it'll be spinning, it'll be working, but there could be improvement, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And it's the same with all the others as you develop on. The next one is the four to eight, um, the sacral chakra, and that's all about emotions and creativity. And again, if you think of children between the age of four and eight, they're, they're absolutely mad and they absolutely love ice cream and they hate Pokemon or whatever it is, you know, like their emotions are really strong. And creativity, that's the area or the age where they start to stick and cut and paste and, Mm. you know, all that sort of stuff. And you look at the development of the person at the age of the chakra opening up and all going well, they are, are fairly balanced and they'll have a fairly balanced life. But if there's some difficulty, I mean, some real difficulty in the, the, that particular age of development, what will happen is that chakra won't open properly and won't spin properly. So they're not getting the benefit of it. And if one chakra is, is at a loss, the next one above it is not going to be fed correctly from it. So it'll also be at a loss. So if you had a problem in your fourth chakra, it'll lead to lesser problems in your fifth, sixth and seventh chakra. 
Right, so it'll bring everything out of kilter, so to speak. Exactly. Can that be repaired, if that's the proper word, Alison? Yes, it can be. And a lot of time, regular life will repair it. Let's take somebody who was a bit um, uh, ignored, Mm. say, between the ages of four and eight, that you were just getting on with it, but there wasn't a lot of nurturing, let's put it that way. As life goes on, it's very possible for them to form relationships that will be nurturing and self-correct. We're, we're self-correcting organisms, so it's it's very possible to self-correct. But if it's beyond that stage, because sometimes we'll draw a similar thing to us later on because that's what we know and that's what's familiar. So instead of self-correcting, we're accentuating and deepening the, the difficulty. And that's where, now you talked about awareness there, that's where awareness can be very helpful. If you understand what's going on, which chakra it is that's affected and why, and then you can go in and nurture that chakra. And how does that nurturing happen? Well, let's say the the second one, the the, um, sacral chakra, which is about emotions and creativity. You could simply start using your creativity. And it doesn't have to mean arts and crafts. It can be how you put your home together, how you put Mm. your outfit together, um, cooking, and, you know, various... It can certainly include arts of various forms. But if you start to... um, let's say, use your energy creatively, that will help to to move it. And we use the colour of the chakra as well to help to to nurture and and correct the chakras. So let's stay with the orange chakra. If you knew that you had a difficulty or an issue in your orange chakra, you would use the colour. So in other words, if you like to wear orange, certainly wear it. And it can be from the palest little peach to the deepest russet. It doesn't have to be a a glaring orange, you know. and look at it. Now, the way to look at it is flowers, candles. If you're really serious about it, um, you can paint your, your house that colour. I mean, mm. you know, within reason. Um, another very good way of using the colour is to sleep under it. In other words, get a blanket of the colour that you're working on and put it over your bed. And then there's eating it. You know, you think of the orange foods and you literally eat orange because it's the energy mm. of the orange that you're uh, supplementing every time. And, you and Alison, have it. you seen this work? Oh, gosh, yes. Have you? Oh, yes, yes. Many, many, many times. Yeah. Yes. If somebody comes to me for healing, I'll also work on the chakra. You know, they'll tell me what it is that mm. they need healing about. And then I will be able to concentrate. I'll know which chakra is involved. Well, can you, can you, intuitively, can you see a chakra? I mean, I'm, I'm speaking about you specifically as a, as a holistic therapist. Can you, are you aware of the chakra? I'm aware of them, but I usually don't see them. I'd want to be in a kind of a very quiet state um, to be able to see them, which isn't, my norm is to feel them, to sense them. Yes. So if, if I have somebody lying on the plinth and I'm, the first thing you do with the healing is to scan the energy. So you're running your hand just quickly over their, their body in their aura. And I might realise, OK, let's say the solar plexus is is feels tight or tingly or hotter or colder. Or there's some difference in it compared to the rest of the body. So I'll know that that's an area mm. to, to concentrate on. And if somebody had trauma as a child, mm-hmm. this could be used as a... Uh, a way to heal in some Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You see, there's different types of um, difficulties and presentations. People sometimes will know, yes, this is the trauma, this is what went on, and we zone in very quickly to where it is. Other people just feel miserable. They have no oomph, no get up and go. They mm. don't know why. Mm. 
So we'd have to work gently and, as I say, scanning the body might reveal which chakra, but the energy will kind of travel to the chakra as well. It's like a contradiction, Fran. It's great to know the chakras, but on the other hand, if I had energy flowing into somebody's foot and stayed at their foot and their heart needed energy, it would travel to the heart. So it's a a kind of a a double-edged thing. It's most interesting. And you do this kind of therapy uh, for people. Oh, yes, yes. And I teach people how to do it as well. That they can do it on themselves, essentially. Yes, yes. Isn't that most interesting Um, indeed? When people come to me, everybody has heard of Reiki nowadays. Sure. But not so many have heard of collation. So Reiki is an energy healing system from Japan and collation is something similar from the American Indians, or sorry, the Native Americans, I think Mm. I should say. Mm. And they're they're similar insofar as they both are channeling strong universal energy into the client's energy so that they can use it to heal whatever it is that that they need. Well, Alison, it's most interesting and I'd love to spend more time, but sadly I'm out of time. If people want to talk to you and talk to you about uh, therapy and the like, Alison, how can they do that? Well, my website is Alison Byrne Healing. And my number is 086-3304-357. And can I just mention very quickly, I have a course starting in the healing skills in January. Mm-hmm. Very good. And that's open to anybody who'd like to, Absolutely. Like to be involved. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And Emma will have that number if you didn't pick it up there. Alison, a happy Christmas to you. And thanks happy for talking Christmas, to me. Thank, Thank you. you. And bye-bye to you. Bye-bye. Now, that's Alison Byrne, who's a holistic therapist. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.